So this song got on my heart this morning because I was out walking the dogs and in the fog, right through the pond in those trees, you could just see the sun, but just barely. So it was the light above the fog. And it was just for me. I was the only one out there. I was the only one that would ever see that right there. And it was just for me. And so this song came to my heart when I was, because he does, he just loves us. And he loves us in such intimate and personal ways. So. He is jealous for me. Loves like a hurricane. I am a tree bending beneath the weight of his wind and mercy. Then all of a sudden, I am unaware of the afflictions eclipsed by glory. And I realize just how beautiful you are and how great your affections are for me. And oh, how he loves us so. Oh, how he loves us. How he loves us so. by the grace in his eyes if grace is an ocean we're all sinking so heaven meets earth like a sloppy wet kiss and my heart turns violently inside of my chest and I don't have time to maintain these regrets when I think about the way he loves us, oh, how he loves us, oh, how he loves us, oh, how he loves, he loves us, oh, how he loves us. us so. 
I can. You want me to keep going?
experienced a lot of this with Kay the last two weeks. Really, um, the enemy, the devil, really tried to wipe her out. <laughs> I mean, she, the break in her ankle, she had two big cuts where the bone, the shattered bone just ripped through it, her, the flesh of her foot. One of the deals had, had 19 staples in it. And the other one, I don't know how many uh, stitches, but a bunch. It was gapped open pretty good when it happened. And, and it got it muddy, and so they were really worried about uh, infection. And, and then she went into AFib from the anesthetic. And it was, wasn't just one type, it was different types. I don't even know what they were in particular, but it, it scared the hospital staff. They were afraid. And to the point that they actually called Oklahoma City Heart, uh, OHH, to... Um, For help, and OHH said we'll help, but we we don't want her. McAllister didn't want her for the AFib. Oklahoma City didn't want her for the foot. So she stayed in ICU here for five days, and finally moved us. And then she had an asthma attack. Called me at like 10:20 at night, and. She couldn't breathe. And somebody had laid the ball down on the deal. Because she had asked for a treatment and thought, I thought she was going to get it or I never would have left the hospital. But she called me at 10.20 saying, I can't breathe. I hadn't, they hadn't brought my medicine. And uh, so I said, well, I'll be right there. So she's really been had three uh, strong attacks against her life. And uh, faithfulness of God, the love of God. We get to experience it and know, get to know uh, how he really does love us. And uh, he saved her life <laughs> three times in the last couple of weeks. And uh, she's doing a lot better still. Uh, she, it's like baby steps. Everything that she goes through in physical therapy, she's using that and it helps to her maneuverability and stuff. So. She can get up and get in and out of the wheelchair into bed or out of the bed into the wheelchair by herself. They, they want to be there because it's still pretty precarious and sure, certainly don't want her falling and hurting herself in the hospital. So... Uh, just want to thank you for your prayers, for your faithfulness. And, uh, like I say, I left her with Rachel all ago, and I'll go back in a little bit. Want to see your faces and tell you thank you for your faithfulness and your prayers. So, praise God. But God, God is good. He is very good.
and uh, it'd be hard to go through this without him. Certainly would. You're up. God is good. And that's that's what we need to dwell on every moment of every day, isn't it? Is the goodness of God. Laura, I think how many times God has done that for me. As you were speaking, He sends that ray of light, don't He? If we're looking for it. I have never forgotten the the Easter service we had out at Leona's. I guess it's been three years ago now. As we arrived that morning, as you look back to the east, there was a big highline pole that the sun was shining against. Looked just like a cross standing there. Um, I have never forgotten that image that God gave us that morning, that picture. And that's what God has been dealing with me about, uh, speaking to me about is, and I'm not here to scare anybody. I'm not here to speak doom and gloom. But I think God is wanting us to open our eyes to what is ahead of us. Because I believe with all that's in me, there is judgment coming upon this nation. And it's coming quick. And it's, I'm not saying that God is here to hurt us, because he's not doing that. He has never hurt us. God is here to open our eyes to see into what he is bringing forth. Which is the end times, I believe. So I've been in the book of Amos for the last week or so of, and God has just been showing me how We are the children of Israel, are we not? Is that not who we are? So he's got the whole world in his hands. That's a song I was hearing this morning as I woke. God was just reassuring me that the whole world is in his hands. You know, he told me Back a couple of weeks ago or so, he told me that uh, I think Jack and them was here that morning. That it's time we get ready to rumble. <laughs> we better be ready for what's coming. I was listening to some words yesterday uh, from some prophets. Uh, about what's going on in this world right now, I was awakened to the fact of, I don't know, y'all know Perry Stone or not, if you ever listened to him, but uh, he's, a, he's a very good man to listen to, I think. <laughs> he has a lot of good Bible-backed information of what's coming down the pipe. As I was listening to him yesterday, he was talking about how in November we will have a choice to make. He said it's 
going to be on every ballot, state by state. This issue of Roe versus Wade was overturned. Our government does not want it overturned. They want it reinstated. And I don't know if y'all know about all that or not, but he said there is a time that if that is put back into effect in November, that we will pay the price for it. Seven things in Proverbs that God hates. The shedding of innocent blood. And what God is telling me, what God has spoken to me is there has never been a, a greater time, there has never been a more desperate time that we need to be praying, people. Because nothing changes without prayer. I don't care what it is. There is nothing in this world that will ever change unless people pray. So in the book of Amos here in the third chapter, he said... Hear the word that the Lord has spoken against you, O children of Israel, against the whole family which I brought up from out of the land of Egypt, saying, You only have I known of all the families of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all your iniquities. Verse 3, he said, Can you walk together except they be agreed? Can two walk together? Except they be agreed. Ain't no way, is it? Can y'all walk together if you don't agree? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. We do walk together when we don't agree. <laughs> but it's not the same, is it? But what God is saying is you're not strong when you're not in agreement. There's no way to be as strong when you're not in agreement. And that's what he was trying to get through to his people. He said, will the lion roar in the forest when they had no prey? Will a young lion cry out of his den if he have taken nothing? Or can a bird fall in a snare upon the earth where there is no trap or is for him? Shall one take up a snare from the earth and have taken nothing at all? Shall a trumpet be blown in the city and the people not be afraid? You know, I don't know if y'all can remember or not, but when I was growing up, there used to be bells everywhere on all the churches just about. They had a bell. I remember us living in Alderson out here and uh, the colored church down on the edge of town. When you come down from our house about a mile, you come into Alderson and there was the colored church and they had a bell tower. And that tower was to alarm people. Usually they'd ring it on Sunday mornings to let everybody know that service was starting. But I can also remember that if there was any fire, any kind of danger, they'd ring that bell. That's what it was for, to alarm people. But me and my brother, we thought it was our place to ring that bell every time we went by. And of course we got chewed out for it. <laughs> it wasn't that brother, Rusty. <laughs> he, he was too young. <laughs> Surely you learn from the others. <laughs> but God sends alarms for us, don't he? And that's what he is showing me this morning is 
God is sounding an alarm for his people to abide under the shadow of his almighty wings, to hang on to him, to keep trusting, keep believing. For no matter what lies ahead, he holds us, don't he? If we are his, we've got a promise. He's never left us. He's never forsaken us. He said if we'll abide in him, he abides in us. There's so much, so much to be thankful for. The song the guy sings nowadays, uh, I love it. It reminds me of when I was younger and but the song he sings is, Come, Jesus, come. We've been waiting so long. We want out of this hurt, don't we? We want out of a broken world. But he's got us here to help the broken, don't we? That's, he's got us here to be the light to this world. To help somebody see him, to know him, his love, his mercy, his grace. There's, I'm human too, which y'all know that, but there's times you think, well, what's the use? And Satan will trick you into that. He, he has told me, he said, well, everybody already knows. Apparently they don't, or we wouldn't still be here. God's word don't lie. <laughs> if everybody knew, we'd be with him, wouldn't we? That's the way I read it anyway. But God was just trying to get through to his children how much he loved them, how much he wanted them to follow him in all his ways, to hold to him, to trust him. You know, God told me several years ago that he was going to shake this earth. He woke me up one morning and told me, he said, I'm going to shake it and I'm going to rattle it until my people know who I am. So the whole world knows who I am is what he said. And I don't know about your world, but in my world, he's been doing it ever since. It has been shaking and rocking and rolling. Has your world been doing that, Jack? Has your world done that, Mike? John? Rusty? Never? Lord forgive him. <laughs> you go to set my Rusty? <laughs> but God loves us so much. That's what we've been talking about all morning is how much he loves us. How much he wants us to see how much he loves us. All this junk, you know, I, I was listening to what's going on in Texas with this border mess. And I totally agree with Texas. It's got to be stopped. For the protection of this country, it has to be stopped. But them people have got to know the love of our God, one way or the other. Now, how God works in that is beyond me. But I know God has got a plan. These people 
touchy ground, ain't it? <laughs> it's, it's real touchy ground. We're not here to condemn them no more than they are here to condemn us. But we got to have protection. And God is our protection. He has never left us nor forsaken us. He's not going to. We sing, all of my hope is in who? <laughs> in Jesus. <laughs> because why? Because all my life he has been faithful. All my life he's been good. That's what we hear every day, man. If we walk in his will and his ways. In verse 7, he says, Surely the Lord God will do nothing. But, I always like it when he puts that but there. <laughs> but, he revealeth his secret unto his servants and prophets. Hmm. Who's that? That'd be us, wouldn't it? So the lion hath roared, who will not fear? The Lord God has spoken, who can but prophesy? Verse 10, he says, for they know not to do right, saith the Lord, who store up violence and robbery in their palaces. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, an adversary, there shall be even around about the land. And he shall bring down the strength from thee, and thy palaces shall be spoiled. We know who the adversary is, do we not? That's Satan. He cometh to what? Kill, steal, and destroy. That's his business. But God. Thus saith the Lord, as a shepherd taken out of the mouth of the lion two legs and a piece of an ear, so shall the children of Israel be taken out that dwell in Samaria and in the corner of a bed and in Damascus in a couch. Hear ye and testify in the house of Jacob, saith the Lord God, the God of hosts, that in the day that I shall visit the transgressors of Israel, Upon him I will also visit the altars of Bethel, and the horns of the altar shall be cut off and fall to the ground. And I will smite the winter house with the summer house, and the houses of ivory shall perish, and the great houses shall have an end, saith the Lord. And I truly believe with all that's in me, that's the hour we're living in. The kings of this world are going to fall. The kingdoms of this world are falling. God promised us that, what, 34 years ago, Jack? The kingpins would fall. They've been falling ever since. God has got a plan, and he follows his plans through. Jack has reminded us several times that God has stretched forth his hand and he won't withdraw it from us. He never has. He never will. Till his plan is completed, right? So I just want to encourage you this morning to hang on to the promises God has given you. To not get caught up in what's going on in this world. Yes, we are to be aware of that and we are to do our part to do what God has asked us to do. We're still here to be the light of this world. To shine in the darkness that others will come to know God. That they'll be drawn to the love of God. I had to laugh when the 
when the guy made the statement over this morning about them coming into the prisons to see them and having a smile from ear to ear. You know that's nothing but God. You can't walk into a place of earthly destruction, however you want to say it, of you can't walk into a prison or a den of thieves with a smile on your face unless you got God in your heart. That's and know who your redeemer is. So I just want to thank God this morning. I want to thank him. That he has given his word. That he has given us his promises. That he has never, never left us or forsaken us. And he took me back to what I call 444 in my Bible, page 444, <laughs> which God has showed me many times, and, and that's the whole message to me this morning is this is Second Chronicles 7 and 14, and I'm sure every one of you can quote it. But he said, if my people which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Pretty simple, ain't it? But I want to encourage all of us this morning to spend more time seeking God spend more time hearing God and I don't know you've heard it before every time you speak you're speaking to yourself more than anybody but God gives us these things to help establish us don't it? to help grow us you know one of my favorite verses is to lean not into our own understanding but in all our ways acknowledge him and he will direct our path Rusty that's been a hard lesson for me to learn it says in all your ways it didn't say when you get stuck call upon him I'm having to learn that before I get stuck, call upon <laughs> And then I go back to the verse in Jeremiah 33 and 3, which he says, call unto me. And I will show you great and mighty things that you know not. You was talking to him this morning when he showed you that, wasn't he? You were talking to God when he showed you that picture this morning, wasn't you? What? You're always in conversation. You know, as, as I have done that, I can be driving to work, driving out to the ranch, and God just blows my mind by things he will show me. I mean... It may be a deer standing right here on the side of the road, Rusty, fixing to run in front of me. Or it may be a tree fixing to fall. But God will show you things. It may be a beautiful sunrise that he's painted just for you. They say, well, he painted that for everybody. No. My Bible says if there had just been me, if there had only been me, he still would have died for me. That's how much he loves us. That's how much he loves you, John. That's how much he loves every one of us.
So oughtn't we to love him back? So as I end this morning, I'd, I'd like for us to sing a song that I learned as a kid. And I love to sing it to him. So will y'all help me sing, Oh, How I Love Jesus? Said, Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Because he first loved me. There is a song I love to sing. I love to tell its worth. Tis is the sweetest song I know. The sweetest song on earth. And oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Because he first loved me. And I'd just like to thank him this morning. Rusty, would you pray over us and thank him for all he has done for us? Lord, we just love you and we praise you. We come together in this place to to offer what we can to you, Lord, and that's our hearts. That's our love. And we just ask that you would guide our steps and as we leave here today, guide our steps tomorrow as we go to work, guide our steps as we deal with family and situations, everything, Lord. We just pray for your guidance in everything we do. And we pray that we would, in return, show you love every day, all day, and be in your presence and learn to talk with you and walk with you like you were standing right next to us, Lord. Like you were the oldest friend we've ever had. And Lord, we just ask again as we leave this place that you would just watch over all of us. Send us all along our way. Oh, Lord, in your name we pray. Amen. Would you like to pray for those who are not here this morning, Lord? Sure. Father, we thank you for all the miracles that you do that we see and we don't see. Thank you for the walking miracle that Kay is. Thank you for keeping her with us. And I pray, Father, that you would just show Jack and Kay what the next steps are and what your plans for them are moving forward. Thank you for your healing and we pray and we continue to pray for expedited healing in her leg, in her ankle, in her heart and her lungs. Full breath, regular beats, and able to walk fully and completely. And we pray for Sean and Dana, pray that you would heal them of all sickness and all pain and all injury now in Jesus' name, that they can rejoin us. No more illness over them, period, end of story, in Jesus' name. We pray for all those that listen that we don't know and we don't see. Pray that you would work in their heart, Father, that you would lead them and guide them. 
and those that are supposed to be here that you would bring them those that we need their giftings that we need to be together as a body that you would bring them And Father, I pray that you would lead us and guide us as a body in whatever way and shape that you have us for us to do our part. And we continue to pray for the harvest to come forth and that we would just hear your every instruction and obey. Holy Spirit, just come and fill your people. Lead them and guide them. Help them to know who they are and whose they are. Let their whole identity and worth be in you. As they walk according to your way and your will. And we pray your kingdom come. Your will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. And we pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. So I tell you, uh, I told you the bad of our story a while ago, but Kay and I have sat around in that hospital room since we've been up there and in total amazement of how many people we've witnessed to or have been a witness to them just by what we're going through and them, them looking at us and what's different about y'all? Or, or how can you and they get to hear the testimony of Christ and it's, it's just really unbelievable how many people we've touched every floor of the hospital, went in the emergency room, went to ICU, East ICU, mm-hmm. second floor, first floor, and the directors of it have been involved, and one, of the, one of the ladies that's over the second and first floors is a coffee drinker that comes in and gets coffee every morning with Justin. Had a report with her already. People get to see, we see a lot of people we know, and they want to come. And be around us. (laughs) It's crazy. Our our room is people coming in. What what's going on here? You know, I just love you. I just love what you So, we've, uh, just by being there, we've touched more people than we have. You know, I kept it all the way. I know if they were coming to us, but to hear the goodness of God. I want to hear about it. How is, how is it? You can be like this. So it's it's been really something that she and I have just talked about. Able to see and pour into other people's lives. I encourage you, be a witness. And when I say that, that means that you have to go out and do anything other than just be in your own house. God, God brought me here. God did this in my life. God's doing this. Give it up. Give it up. Give up that testimony. This is what God did. This is how he got me here. Praise God.